that I knew where I was going. Imagine the majority of people don't know where they're going. I knew where I was going, that I'm going to become this bodybuilding champion just like him. So it was just a question of how do you do it? I was so relieved because when you have a goal, when you have a vision, everything becomes easy. So people always ask me when they saw me in the gym in the pumping iron days, they said, why is it that you're working out so hard? Five hours a day, six hours a day, and you have always a smile on your face. Welcome and you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's Money Mail. That is the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is obviously very well known uh, worldwide, and he's talking about having a vision and having goals, which I think is very, very important, and I think it, uh, it ensures that we've got something to aim for, and it's no different for our personal finances. And I had this on Instagram the other day asking people what their financial goals are and whether people have them. And I think that um, you know, I'd love to see how many people actually have some form of goal in their finances and they go after that and actually stick stick to that and try and achieve it versus just drifting week to week, which I think we, you know, we're all guilty of doing at times and, and perhaps not actually taught about the importance of having goals in that space. So it might just be around paying off a credit card or it might be saving a certain amount or, or investing your first amount in, in shares or anything that's going to help you, give you some clarity and a mission to work towards and go after it and see what it's like to achieve that. And that's a lot of what the theme of this week's Money Mail lesson was about. It was about the 12-month period of time in which I've owned Bitcoin for the first time and I'll give you a bit more detail in the audio version of this than I could put into the email because it was starting to get quite long but from the top the subject was 365 days on from my first Bitcoin buy is exactly to the day. Today is exactly one year on since I made my first Bitcoin purchase. Not a whole one, you do realise you don't have to buy a whole one right? I think there's a bit of a misperception or misconception that you have to buy an entire Bitcoin and people think, oh, it's gotten too dear now, I can't do it. But you don't need to buy an entire one. So you can buy small parcels of it, whatever amount you want to put in, much like you can now when you buy shares on, on Shares, for instance. Now, the $3,300 is now worth $15,100. Pretty decent return, huh? $11,800 unrealized gain. I haven't sold it, so I'm still holding it. So as you know, this is an unrealized gain. It would only become a realized gain if I were to sell and bank the profits, and I'd need to pay tax on those profits as well. It's a great feeling. You probably think that it's a great feeling due to the fact that I've made $11,800 on paper. Well, that's great, but it's not really about that. It's more about trusting my own instinct, research, and having the courage to do something about it, turning those thoughts into action. I'll take you back to Money Mail Lesson number 23, where I explained why I brought Bitcoin for the first time. Again, money is following attention, and Bitcoin is on the way up. Money follows attention. As it gets more attention, will it increase in price? It's not all over my Facebook feed yet, so maybe the bandwagon isn't full, or maybe I am just the fool. Probably a bit of both, but for me, I'm purely gambling gambling with real money, and amount that I can afford to lose, and at the same time, I am learning. Whatever you do, don't go and put all of your money into a cryptocurrency. For me... This is about diversifying and extending my knowledge of digital currencies. Arguably, you could say, well, 
Mate, if you did put all of your money into cryptocurrency instead of the $3,300, you'd be a lot further ahead. So there's always the argument of how important is diversification and when do you decide to take a risk on the things that you are very, very sure about. So this was my first uh, dabble into cryptocurrency and as you can see, I've got an unrealized gain there of near on $12,000 and that amount's changing all the time uh, as the price of Bitcoin is continually changing. Throughout the year, as I become more educated about it and more willing to take uh, more risk around it, I've ended up putting more money in and in, in, in purely going off of the fact that I thought that more attention was going to come to the space and as more money got created around the world and people wanted to find a way to hedge against that and hedge against inflation for instance, then they would gravitate towards putting some money into Bitcoin and you know, there's still people that think it's a bubble or a scam and all these different types of things. And I'm obviously putting my money where my mouth is thinking that it's not. However, anything can happen. I think it's very important to stay agile when you are investing to and thinking about what you are doing with your money. Um, but throughout that year, I have continued to put more money in. And um, I don't I don't have a whole Bitcoin, um, but I have a fair bit of it and a fair bit of my own spare money tied up in that I don't have a mortgage for a house or anything so with house prices going up I've tried to invest in things that are going to protect my ability to buy a home should I want to in the future um, and, and Bitcoin's allowed me to do that with some of the money that I that I have it would have been rotting away in a savings or bank account should I have left it in there. Now a year on and I can say that I've learned a lot about the economy, money, digital currencies and my emotions when the price swings. Trust me when you have a Google search of the Bitcoin price and see that it's dropped 30%, uh, it's quite a frightening uh, situation. But you know, you've know you got to remember why you invested and for what time period and, and write it out. But unlike university, which cost me a stack of cash, this learning has just cost me my time. And if I were to sell today, I would actually have been paid to do it. This gamble or investment, whatever camp you sit in, has helped me beat inflation too. We will discuss inflation next week. You're probably thinking that the $11,800 gain isn't life-changing, and you're right. The person who just won $40 million tax-free, I think it was $42 million actually, that's tax-free, lotto's are not taxable income, so you don't pay tax on it. Through lotto is unsubscribing right now and whilst laughing at my $11,800 taxable gain. The amount of money might not be life-changing as such, but here is what is. In my work, I help business owners build out plans and set clear actions that they have to take. As they start to take action and achieve their goals, I like to ask them if it's improved their confidence. They all say yes. Doing the things we say we will do and achieving the things we set out to achieve gives us great confidence. I haven't found many things more rewarding than seeing people increase in confidence. If you've ever coached someone or helped a friend become more confident, you will know exactly what I mean. It is literally life-changing. Now you can't go and buy confidence off of the shelf, can you? It'd be bloody good if you could. Well, people probably try that uh, through different substances, but um, that's not long-lasting. Finding ways to build confidence in ourselves doesn't seem to be part of the education system either. For me, when I expect something to happen in the future and I take actions that reflect that, i.e. more people paying attention to Bitcoin and the price increasing, and it happens, I improve my confidence. I really struggle with how to word that because I didn't want people to think that you know all of my confidence, for instance, is tied to the price of Bitcoin. What I'm trying to say is that when you believe in something and then you go and take an action to back it up 
and you approve correct, it, it does something for your confidence. You know, it's very good for you to do the things that you say you'll do rather than looking back and going, oh, I knew I should have done that and I didn't do anything. You know, everybody's got something like that in their life. So if we can take confidence in our decision-making and our thoughts and then have them proven right, you know, it's a great way for us to be able to stack confidence. Now, uh, that this has had a huge effect in other areas of my life, including the decisions I then go on to make and the ability to trust my own decision-making process, my strengths and my intuition. That might sound pretty deep, but I think we live in a time of an inability to make decisions for ourselves, low self-esteem, low self-confidence, and a, di- a desire for external validation when it really starts inside us. So confidence is all about what we can do to control it, not how do we get it off Instagram, how do we get someone to make a decision for me. Um, you know, we've, we've got to get in control of all of those types of things, and it will only build our confidence more. Now, I was taught that if you want to improve your self-confidence and trusting yourself, then you must start by doing the things you say you will do. When we don't do the things we say we will do, when we don't do the things we say we will do, we reduce our self-confidence and erode our ability to trust ourselves, i.e. not saving money when we said we would, spending when we said we wouldn't, or not getting up when we said we would. We are in control of our own self-confidence whether we like it or not. It is no one else's job but ours to build that and improve it. Now, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, is it? I haven't cashed out the bit of Bitcoin, and I actually bought uh, more during the year. This is because I'm confident that my thinking is right and that more attention will continue to this space and money will follow. Perhaps I'm wrong, but I'm right from 12 months ago, and now I've had to make another decision of, do I continue to hold, do I sell, do I realise my gain, then what do I do with that money? And, you know, I've decided to to hold and, and I've also brought more during the year as well. And it's money that I can, that I don't need anytime soon. And if it was to take a big hit, uh, that would be completely fine as well because I have emergency um, money set aside and all those types of things and, and money that's liquid if I, if I do need it for, for something. Now, I'm aware that this can swing dramatically, but I'm in a position to ride out, I'll ride that out or accept that it all could go to zero. I've put serious thought into why I'm doing this and how I'm treating the money I have in it. If it crashes, would I lose my confidence? No, because my initial thoughts and research have been proven accurate. Money has followed attention. I've made the decisions not to sell, and that is based on you learning and expectations. Again, I get to see if I've done the work to be correct, so this will be interesting to look at in a year's time again, won't it? I would encourage anyone who's gambling on this scam to do their research in order to be better educated when you talk to people who tell you that that is exactly what you're doing. Now you need to be aware that if you're going to put your money into something like this, it's very non-traditional and it's, 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 it's very out there for a lot of people to understand, especially Kiwis who love investing in houses and we've done that for generations. And so if you go and tell them, hey, I've, I've put some money into cryptocurrency, they're going to think, well, you're, you're gambling, you know, what are you doing? That's a scam, it's a Ponzi scheme, all these types of things. So don't blindly do this shit, like go and do some research and actually have a reason why you're going to take these actions. Again, before going and putting your money into a cryptocurrency or any investment, ask yourself why am I doing this? Same with the shares that you're buying, same with whatever it is that you're doing with your money, ask yourself why, you know, have, have a reason for that. Uh, during the week on Instagram I spoke about how I'd spoken to someone uh, in business who they had some spare cash and they were talking about investing and they are still paying off a, a loan for a vehicle. And I said, well, 
that that vehicle is costing you nearly 10% in interest. So they've got a guaranteed return there of 10% by the fact that they can decrease that loan. So maybe don't get so caught up in what you should be investing in and all those types of things because then you're going to start looking at it each day. Why don't you start to just clear that debt that is costing you 10% each year and get rid of it? Then you're going to pay it off sooner. You're going to have uh, more money at the end of finishing paying it off as well because you're going to get your monthly loan repayment back as well. And then in that time, do some research to figure out, okay, what am I going to do on the other side of paying that loan down? So sometimes the guaranteed returns are sitting right in front of us and they're actually costing us money and we can get them out of our lives. It can also just be going through all of your expenses and looking and going, right, do I need to be paying for this? Maybe I'll get rid of it and instead of paying for it, I'll start investing it. Uh, maybe it's increasing your KiwiSaver contribution because at the moment you're just spending too much money on alcohol or food or, or things that you don't necessarily need, but you've just got in the habit of doing it. So look for those areas where you can find wins for yourself and guaranteed returns. Now, I keep the change update. We've introduced a way for people to be able to support Keep the Change from a fiver to feedback or content idea. You can do that at contribute, keepthechange.co.nz forward slash contribute. And thank you to all the people that have done that. It means a lot. And those people who have sent in ideas of content that they would like to learn about too. Had a couple this week around student loans. So I'll do uh, some content in that space soon. Again, student loans for most people are interest-free. So people are questioning, you know, what, what's the point of, of paying it off early? And that's a it's, a it's a really good question. So we'll get into that one day down the track. Learn to be confident in yourself. It is life-changing. Luke. P.S. We are getting closer to 5,000 subscribers to keep the change. When we get there, I'm going to give one lucky reader a $500 investment. Perhaps they'll want um, some Bitcoin. Who knows? That'll be up to them. Uh, but I'll hopefully we'll be able to have a conversation with them around it and, and ask them why. Going back to the lesson before going and putting your money into any form of investment, ask yourself why you're doing it. So it'll be good to find out from them what they choose and why. Now, did you know, data suggests that around 20% of Bitcoin has been lost forever. Bitcoin is now legal tender in El Salvador. So they can use that to transact and as the price of it goes up, they're effectively becoming wealthier or the things that they're purchasing are effectively becoming cheaper. And back to the first part of that, you know, the data says that around 20% of Bitcoin has been lost forever. That's where it's been transferred to uh, the, you know, the wrong person or to where they haven't um, been able to access their Bitcoin because they've lost their password and all those types of things. So you want to really do your research before getting into this space and figuring out, okay, how does all of this work? How do I store it? How do I keep it safe? And again, I've talked this before, but go and find somebody who's purchased it or who's brought quite a bit of it and ask you know, what they've learned along the way because they're going to speed up your learning for you because they would have gone and they would have researched all the things that you're now thinking about. So just get started um, with you know, your progress towards investing, no matter what, what that is in, and go and find somebody who has dived into some form of investment, and if you know that they have, and ask them why and what research they did and what their thoughts are, and pick their brain and see what you can learn from them. It's a great way to increase your knowledge, especially if you know that they've got a history of making good decisions, it is a very, very smart tactic to leverage off of people who are very good decision makers 
and we can be rewarded for doing so. There you go. Another cracking episode there. 365 days on exactly from buying Bitcoin. I actually had to change it because I wrote this on the Thursday and I sent it out on the Friday, obviously. And I think by the um, Friday morning, I think the 3300 was actually worth 15800 when I first drafted it and it was only worth 15100 by the time that I um, had to update it. So a little bit of a difference. But this thing moves very, very quickly. And for me, it's about storing some of my excess cash and something that I hope is going to appreciate over time. But I've also got a goal, going back to the very start of this, a financial goal to uh, have dividend-paying shares that I can use to pay some of the expenses that I have in life. So, you know, Bitcoin doesn't do that for me. It obviously gives me a gain, uh, but, well, hopefully, but it's not paying me anything. So I now do some further research and look at can I lend out my crypto and be paid to do that? And I'm only just starting that part of the journey, so as I learn more about that, I'll share that with you. But I do really enjoy dividend-paying stocks as well, and they help me to pay my bills, or I look at it as subsidising them and think, okay, that has paid X amount of my rent for the entire year, and I want to build a portfolio of shares that's going to help me do that in the long term. And then I can look at it and go, right, I'm not necessarily paying my entire rent, these companies that are operating well and making a profit are doing that. All right, here's Arnie to take us out. We'll see you next week. So I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound squat. I couldn't wait to do another 500 pound bench press. I couldn't wait to do another 2,000 reps of sit-ups. I couldn't wait for the next exercise. With the age of 20, I went to London and I won the Mr. Universe contest as the youngest Mr. Universe ever. And it was because I had a goal. So let me tell you something, visualizing your goal and going after it makes it fun. You've got to have a purpose no matter what you do in life. You've got to have a purpose.